Do you know what's interesting? Our conversations always seem to be about starting new habits or breaking old habits that no longer are serving us. And you know what we don't speak about? How to stop ourselves from backsliding when the new habit that we're trying to build is starting to slip out of our grasp or when we start to fall back into our old ways of that habit that we're trying to break. My example here is meditation. I'm always so ready to commit to doing like a month consecutively. I'm gonna smash this month. I'm so motivated. But what I'd be better off doing is just finding out why I let the habit slide in the first place as opposed to just trying to fix it and restart every time. And this is where I want us to start today. It's so much easier to go from 70% back to 100% than having to restart a goal every single time. Starting from scratch can be pretty exhausting. Most of us after a while are gonna get fed up with it and we're gonna start to lose hope that it's even possible for us. And if you're having to restart from scratch, it's more than likely you've undone a lot of hard work that you've put in previously. And in some cases, you're starting from a lower baseline, which is leaving you with even more work to do. So if you're able to catch yourself when you're starting to falter, it's going to require far less effort to get yourself back on track. And also you probably won't be too far off from when you were at your best. I've seen this play out a lot with the clients that I've worked with in the past. If they're tracking their body weight and say their goal is fat loss, I will see a graph of their body weight progress. And it's very, very normal that most people will reach some form of bump in the road. And there's two scenarios that play out here. There's the scenario where the graph starts to go up versus down. It keeps going up. It keeps going up. And if they end up leaving or they fall off entirely, they just stop tracking altogether in some cases and tend to end up back at square one or maybe even further than they were before. Or they catch themselves. They see the graph moving in an unfavorable direction and they take back control and you see them start to move back in the right direction once again. This might happen one, two, five, or maybe even 10 times on any given journey. But the fact that they don't give up gives them the opportunity to regain control and it's just an awesome moment when they go back to beating their previous best. And the first step in becoming scenario two in this case is to spot that it's happening in the first place. And this can be quite hard to see unless you're looking closely. So the first thing that I'd recommend is tracking your metrics as it can be really, really helpful. Body weight doesn't mean everything. And I'll say that again for those in the back of the room. Body weight does not mean everything. But generally, having a gauge and understanding of your numbers can be very, very helpful. If your weight is fluctuating, fair enough. However, if the trend over the course of weeks, if not months, is not in the direction that you want it to be, that should be a red flag to spot. The next aspect is having a point of reflection. And this is why I love that each of my clients have a weekly check-in. They give me a rundown of their week. And whilst they do this, they spot their areas for improvement without me even saying anything. The worst thing you can do in this case is bury your head in the sand. You need to be honest with yourself. And if you have a coach, then of course you have to be honest with them. Too. If you don't have a coach, a weekly reflection on a Sunday, for example, where you simply ask yourself what went well this week and what didn't go so well can be so, so valuable. And the next step after this is, of course, taking action. Whether it's directly working on the areas that you know you're slacking in, or maybe even revisiting your purpose for setting the goal in the first place, or even revisiting a time that you were actually doing really well on the journey that you're on. And this can be super helpful as you can start seeing the precursors to your success. Let's say you've started backsliding with your health and fitness goals, and you look back on your first one to three weeks of the journey, and you ask yourself, what was I doing in those first one to three weeks that I'm not doing now? Oh, I was meal prepping twice a week before 
all and I'm now cooking on a day-to-day basis. Oh, I was scheduling my week on a Sunday evening and I'm not really doing that anymore. And that's a really great place to start because A, you see clear discrepancies between your actions now versus then. And also it can fill you with self-confidence and belief as if you did it once, you can 100% do it again. And the last aspect of this and the key to not backsliding is building in some extra accountability. I've mentioned this before, but us humans don't really acknowledge the shelf life of our own motivation. We see the motivation arise in us, we jump into that new pursuit, and we don't actually think, what am I going to do when this motivation runs out? How long will it actually be until this motivation runs out? And a good tactic can literally be asking those two questions. Perhaps you started your journey on your own, but you plan to start with a coach at the point you do feel your motivation start to drop. Perhaps you set yourself a new incentive. Let's say that you're 66 kilos, and by the time mid-Feb comes around, you're roughly around 62 kilos. And given the fact it's mid-Feb, and maybe you've looked on your previous history of New Year's resolutions or habit building, you anticipate that this might be the time where the motivation starts to run out. So instead of waiting for that, you set yourself a goal of saying, I'm going to aim to be 60 kilos by March. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to treat myself when I get to that 60 kilo mark as a bit of an extra incentive to keep moving forward. Because what this will do is it will get you past that sticking point this February and you've got something tangible that you're working towards. Let's stop this cycle of starting and restarting. It can be exhausting. It takes a lot of energy to get going once again. Sometimes this might even mean that you have to take the slower and steadier route for a while. But the most important thing is that you stay in the game, you keep believing in yourself and you keep moving forward. I hope that helped team and I look forward to speaking with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. To reach out to me on social media, you'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.